Hi everyone, welcome back. This is Joshua, um, your fascia therapist. And today I came across one of the intriguing part, and this is about the use of uh, fascia distortion model in uh, diagnosing patient complaints. And uh, this part actually talks a lot about the vegetative uh, nervous system and what the FDM as a treatment model will do in order to help this kind of patients and it's very simple but sometimes can be very complex so today we'll talk about the the key autonomic nervous system i don't know if you've heard of uh, this system before also we'll talk about uh, parasympathetic and uh, sympathetic nervous system but we also talk a little about another key wired system that works in conjunction and this is the enteric nervous system some people call it maybe um, the second brain yeah so in this uh, uh, part as I'm just uh, you know going through I realized that a lot of people actually have uh, quite a number of uh, you know symptoms uh, for example some have uh, loss of appetite which can never be explained how it started. Some people have had uh, digestive problems, so IBS, stomach problems, you know. Some people have even presented with cardiac problems. And a majority of the people, or the category of uh, patients we see every day, actually do have sleep uh, disturbances. And, and these are really very common these days, uh, sleep insomnia, and all kinds of uh, sleep apneas and all other sleep uh, problems but also we see another group with uh, emotional problems so what role does uh, fascia distortion model or fdm play in such kind of uh, patients so from our point of view actually we focus a lot on your spine function so we look into uh, your spinal mobility assessments so we screen your back we rule out any restrictions and we are not only limited to restrictions but also if we find any painful restrictions then of course if patients do report those are also very key to uh, have a look at but also we check on uh, bilateral range of motion meaning checking how much is the movement happening? Is it within the right range of motion? And in some instances, uh, areas that we pick where there are restrictions, actually those are good areas to start uh, working from. And in most of these uh, patients we see, uh, the sympathetic uh, nervous system is one of the common, common key player. Uh, and this is because of the inference or the uh, fact that uh, the sympathetic nervous system uh, primarily relies on adrenaline or epinephrine which is one of the key neurotransmitters and if we have some form of distress uh, then immediately of course our body will release adrenaline and this will cause a lot of uh, pupil dilation increase your heart rate uh, blood is diverted to areas that need it immediately so we see this um, within a few seconds and then once the stressor or the stress is gone then we're able to relax and all that of course go into the other reverse direction so but one of the key um, 
uh, hormones and, and this is a stress hormone uh, cortisol cortisol has been linked to be one of the more potent and longer lasting uh, in terms of effects in our bodies uh, that uh, this uh, is one of the most prolonged uh, stress response uh, responder hormone and over time patients uh, end up starting to experiencing a lot of uh, adrenal fatigue so from my point of view of course adrenal fatigue is thought to describe the inability to for the adrenal glands to produce you know adequate quantities of cortisol but i'll think of it as as, as more of you know those non-specific symptoms that come about whereby it's so difficult to actually pinpoint and say okay this is coming from there this is coming from that and these uh, kind of stress uh, into these systems actually causes a lot a lot of, a lot of uh, disturbances on on the on the few symptoms that i had mentioned earlier but the common ones would be digestive system could be either people are getting constipated or getting uh, repetitive uh, uh, syndromes uh, like uh, IBS and 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 this uh, can never be treated if we base a lot on the symptoms uh, most of the time it's really important uh, actually it's the most important thing to always bear in mind if someone has a, a presentation of all these kinds of symptoms either they have they've lost their appetite or they have digestive problems or they have some cardiac problems sleep disturbances and emotional problems whereby they are so uh, presenting with anxiety and some form of maybe levels of you know uh, depression it's always to start from the spine because the spine holds all these messages is where all these messages override and, and and it's through this that our organs get messaging from so if you treat the spine ensure that you have proper alignment on your spine then that way you can help improve your overall health. I thought it was good to know. So next time, always uh, remember to have your spine screened before you start swallowing all those pills. Thank you. I hope you learned something.